everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Back 40. Titled Losing Lamont. I'm Jared. And I'm Casey. And today, we're going to be talking about this past week's episode of Scrubs. Titled My Manhood. My Manhood. Yeah. Uh, very enlightening. Very. So, first, uh, do we have any Scrubs news, really, other than there's an episode next week? There is, in fact, an episode next week, and that's all I can... I'd like to take this moment just to reiterate once again how lonely our mailbox is. You can email us at back40podcast at hotmail.com. Please let us know what you think. Or else we might quit doing this. No, we won't. But we do need your input. Yeah, we're lame and we need this. We had we had fun doing this. <laughs> but we still want your input on how we can make things better and more enjoyable. So that people will come back to listen and not abandon us. And whatnot and whatnot. Yeah. And the good part. So, getting into the episode My Manhood from Scrubs. We open up with JD in a patient's room and she wants a pelvic exam. <laughs> but she's got a cold. She's got a cold and he says, no, you can't have a pelvic exam for a cold. And she goes, but, but do it with the gloves. Do it with the gloves on or off. Off. Oh, my dear. She, like, she doesn't like latex, I guess. Oh, dear. <laughs> She's a hungry woman. Not for food. No. For JD. And then we go into the lounge where Turk is having remote control wrestling. Yes, because... Men he, like the remote. He's the alpha male. J, JD says, ever since Turk vi visited his brother last month, he's been more alpha male than ever. So then that sets up the whole you know, storyline about the, the male ego and such. If you're wondering, yes, Casey did tilt his head to the left and ponder and in his space. I, I went right off into JD mood right there. But, so Turk has thrown somebody, and yeah, you know, he's got this. And Todd's back. The top. He just like appears. He, he's like, I want in, but the problem is he's wearing his banana hammock. That's a problem, dude. I hate that banana that's a, hammock. That's a big problem. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Nobody should have to see that on television. <laughs> no. And then we go to Bobbo. Good old Bobbo. He's yeah. talking to a client. He's, he's, he's in, It's a silence. In true form. And then, you know, who's got two thumbs and doesn't give a crap? Bob Kelso. <laughs> That's right. And uh says No. What can I, what can he do, he wonders, to you know, rid himself of this these clients waiting. And the janitor suggests maybe a duck pond. And Kelso hates this idea. He says, You're an idiot. He says, I don't know why I've never said this to you, but nobody around here cares what you think, which goes into storyline number two about the Brain trust. And their need to get their voices heard, which leads to the... Doug wants Hello Kitty name tags for all the children in the morgue. That's right, but was that after the janitorial was... No, then he says, I think we need the janitorial. Yeah, I think we need a little newsletter to get our voices heard called the... I've decided to call it the janitorial. And so then they start going over staff assignments and, and stuff. And Todd... The Todd wants to be, of course, the cameraman because um he's attached a camera to his boot, his shoe. His bootstraps. <laughs> his bootstraps, yes. And, um, you know, he's got the upskirt camera going on. He says, on. can I be the photographer so I'll have an excuse to wear this camera? And, you know, he does the upskirt camera shot thing. 
And then the janitor suggests that they need an investigative reporter, someone that's never known, never seen. And they can't decide who it will be. And then Ted pipes up. We see Ted. He says, I'll do it. Yeah. He's like, that was Ted? a good impression, by the way. That Have was... you been here the whole time? Yeah, you sat on me and I moved chairs. I was sitting in your chair and you sat in my lap and said, get up, and I'd sit over there. And So then, you know, the janitor, he zones out again. He says, are you listening? Oh, hey, Ted. So, you know, Ted, always ignored. Next, we have Elliot. She wants in the bathroom, but it's being cleaned. But not by the janitor, because we know he doesn't clean toilets. No, he doesn't. So... Elliot goes in the men's room into the stall, and what she says, she sees Dr. Reed's butt rating, 9.2, and she's like, yes, thank God so many white people work here. Thank God this hospital is filled with white people. Amen. And then Dr. Kelso walks in, talking to Enid on the phone about, you know, how he's being replaced because they found he's too old because Elliot threw him the surprise birthday party. And then he says, Enid, I've got to go back to work and Elliot's in there on the toilet and she's like feeling really like she's like bad. frick yeah she's feeling bad for herself because she realizes she might have cost Dr. Kelso his job by throwing him the birthday party and so she's she's all hiding in the bathroom but then she comes out and uh yes <laughs> Bobo's waiting there and she's he tells Elliot that 9.2 is out of 100 and she says oh and turns around and Sad day. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have J.D. and Dr. Cox in the lounge. And J.D.'s like, can, you know, we watch West Side Story. It soothes Sam. And Kelso, I mean, Dr. Cox goes off on this whole thing. Yeah, but no snapping. Yeah, the first time I see anybody doing very... Don't leave me hanging. That's nice. I can't snap. Anyway, well, Turk has a problem with this because he's alpha male Turk. And they're going to have a little wrestling. I'm watching the game. And then they decide to remote wrestle for it. In which Turk wins, obviously, and throws JD down and bounces on him as JD says this. I've got to be a role model for Sam. Turk, stop bouncing. And naturally we go to the theme, the credits. We pick back up, though, with the janitorium. Spinning. It's spinning. And Ted says, you know, how do you get it to spin like that? He says, you got to make sure the pin's right in the middle. And uh, Ted goes, oh, oh. And headline is Smackdown. And then JD, he's proud of this. And then he insults Look, two little the, girls. He says, page. now we know who's got the best friends thing down. And some Ellen and Tracy can just. You know, forget it. And then he's like, Turk's like, oh, dude. And then they look at him and the girls are standing there and JD says, yeah, they're wearing each other's oxygen mask. And yeah, they win. They win. So Turk's like, well, I'm going to get this blown up, this janitorial. He's like, you're going to get me one, right? He's like, yeah. And they're awesome. Then Cox insults JD about his manhood and how it looks to Sam said, you're kidding me. You're actually going to get this this picture of your beat down, blown up, and you're going to show it to your son. He's like, you're the only role model your son has when learn, trying to figure out how to be a man. And then J.D. retaliates with, well, you're a borderline alcoholic. 
And Dr. Cox is angered. He leaves. It's nice to have several bullets in this. Yes, the silver bullets commentary. Yeah. And then calling nurse herpes. Yeah. So, um, hmm. and then we go to Elliot, and she gets blamed when apologizing to Kelso. And she starts to tell this story, you know, about how she helped her boyfriend in college who thought he was gay. And then he had lots of girlfriends, and then he hung himself. Why do all your stories end with, and then he hung himself? <laughs> So Kelso refuses her help, and then Carla hears this, and she's like, so what's the secret? As she's bringing the patient in, and he's got two brothers, and they seem to be homophobes. Which goes along with the theme of this episode, My Manhood. But anyway, they tell a little story, and Carla says that's really gay, which upsets them. <laughs> anyway, we go back to the janitorial, and the Brain Trust meeting together to talk about it. And they say, we'll start the meeting when Ted gets here. And he's like, I'm right here. Because he's right here. Still annoyed. And it's going to be a tri-daily thing. Which is ridiculous. Not for the janitor. Not for Dr. Janitor. Exactly. As we found out previously on the show. And they're talking, you know, he's like, people believe anything. And Janitor says, talking about the coffee. Yeah. What's he say about the coffee, Casey? He says something about, uh, and no, that's when Ted... He said, I'm I'm right here. I bought you that scone. And then the janitor says, yeah, I thought the manager gifted it to me for not running that expose on how the coffee bucks beans were picked by river monkeys. And Ted's like... He spits, spits out his out. coffee. Yeah. He says, I was kidding, Ted. And Ted drinks it again. He says, no, I wasn't. <laughs> and then he spits it back out again. And then, then the janitor asks the Todd, how's the weather? In which the Todd makes... A Todd remark. Yes, his own weather forecast, which was, you know, true Todd style right there. The ladies can't expect to see eight tonight. Yes, that's true. And then they all get the entire Coffee Bucks five. Awesome. And everybody gets one. Then Dr. Cox walks up and calls the janitor and the paper stupid. Essentially. Oh, should have never done that. I know. You don't call the janitor stupid. Because now we see it. Boiling in his mind. The gears are turning, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. Next we go back to JD, who's being accosted by the husband or boyfriend of the crazy woman from the beginning. He says, you know, why are those fingernails on my wife's back? And and he picks JD up by the collar, and JD says, this is really close. What did you have for lunch? Gollops and... And, uh, and then he says, you know, fingernails, that's an official form of fighting. Yeah, that's so legitimate. A that's a legitimate fighting style. And then Turk comes up and says something about what's Turk. I've saying? killed a man before. Yeah, I yeah, was in you. surgery. But I don't need no anesthesia to knock you out. So. And then, so the man puts JD down in a hurry because he doesn't want to face Turk. And then, Dr. Cox has something to say about this, yeah, obviously. Right. And he insults JD to Sam. And JD's like, How'd you get Sam out of the daycare? Dr. Cox says, well, I put a wig and a skirt on and told him I was you. <laughs> da, da, dum. Your hair is looking like Dr. Cox today. It, it is? It reminded me, yeah. Oh, nice. Anyway, yeah. then we go back to Elliot with her patient. And, you know, she says, I'm going to check you out. Because he's got swelling of the chest. And he puts the cold, she puts the cold hands on him. He said you have some skin swelling or something. And... And he's like, he gasped, and she's like, oh, yes, cold hands. 
We haven't seen the cold hands in a while. No, nope, that's an ongoing joke because Elliot has like coldest hands in the hospital. In but the they, world. they haven't made an appearance for a while, so that's right. Well, Carl still wants to know the secret. And then she's talking, she says, Are you pregnant? She says, No, no, why would I tell Kelso about that? Is it his? Mm -hmm. Carl, that was just a dream. <laughs> that was one dream. And it doesn't count because he was half off. <laughs> and which half was said? Yeah, that was pretty weird. Yeah. Someone so. Went to SeaWorld. Uh, now, though, we see that Dr. Cox is mad because the janitorial has reported that he really wants a hug. <laughs> that was pretty funny. The real Cox can't come out because that, that, he wants a hug. That's the worst thing that you could have done to Dr. Cox because then everybody... Like, walks up to him and is touching him, and he hates, Dr. Cox hates being touched, hugged, anything. And everybody in the whole hospital is, like, walking up and hugging him. And he's like, this has got to stop, so he goes to the dinner. And then they have the talk in the dinner, so, you know, he's like, I didn't give you an interview. I don't care. People believe anything that's on the internet. Like this. Apples are linked to hair loss. And then he posted, and we see Ted online looking at the paper. And he sees the post, and he's eating an apple, he happens to be. And he says, apples are linked to hair loss, and he spits it out real quick. And then he's like, oh. I was just kidding, Ted. And then Ted was like, I don't want to eat it again. There you go. That's very nice. Dude, Jared, you're doing some real good impressions tonight, aren't you? Well, thank you. You're welcome. So, you know, we leave with Ted. And then we go back to J.D. and Turk. And they're talking, J.D.'s telling him, you know, you can't fight all my battles. You know, I got to be able to teach Sam about defense. And Turk says, no, that's my job. I teach the kids about sports, and you handle the emotional things. Yeah, that's how we raise our kids. And then and Jay says, we're not married. And then Turk says, yes, we're a little married. Really? I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, J.D. gets his wishes because he's a little... He's got a, a little, little man love. Emotional. He's a little on the emotional side. He's got a man crush. They got man love. It, it was guy love. Yeah, they even sang about it once. Yeah. They sang about it in the My Musical episode, which is a memorable one if you want to download that on iTunes. And of course, J.D. has a head tilt during this. And then we have a lot going on all at once. Number one, we have Doug is hugging Dr. Cox. And then we have the patient finding out he has breast cancer. Yes, he has breast cancer. That was unusual. And he's a homophobe. Like his says, brothers. And they're trying to get him to tell his brothers, you know, for moral support, I guess. And he's like, I'm not telling anybody about this because, you know, it's embarrassing. And this, once again, goes into the overall theme of, you know, the male ego and how fragile it is and and the, you know, manhood aspect of things. Yeah. And then we go back to JD being bounced on by Turk. And all of a sudden, J.D. says, you got to quit. And Turk says, okay, hold on. And then J.D. just elbows him in the face and knocks him right out. in the nose. And then he has a thought. I should really just apologize. I've got two choices. Either I can apologize to Turk or this. And he goes around the hospital and gives everybody five. And he goes, yeah, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. And then Kirk goes, or Kirk, Lord. <laughs> Turk goes, uh. I'm going to kill him. That's so uncool. And Yes. We come back from the commercial with Turk looking for JD, who is hiding under the desk. But who do we find under there with him? It's Doug, the... Where's he at? 
The morgue. The morgue. The morgue doctor. Because that's always good yeah. at, because he can't kill anybody yeah. in the morgue. He always killed people, so they put him down there with the dead people. Well, we find out Doug's under there because he has a foot fetish, and you know, he gets lonely looking at dead feet all the yeah, time. He's kind of looking at dead ones, so he comes up there and hides under the counter so he can look at some live feet, which is really weird. And then we go back to Elliot, and her and her patient are having a little more conversation. And as we go out, Elliot's telling a story to Carla about her cousin, Barry. Or is that her brother? That's her brother. Okay, her cousin, whatever his name was. He comes into the airport, blah, 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 blah. And Dr. Kelso comes by and says, probably hung himself. And she said, no. No, he didn't. And she tells Carla, he did, but he didn't die. He lived. He lived. So then we go back to Dr. Cox being hugged more, and then Ted comes up. Knock, knock. Is the real Dr. Cox in there? Because his friend Ted wants to tell him he can come out. It's safe to come out and play. So this this just puts him over the edge. And then J.D. opens his arms up wide, and Dr. Cox says, I guess you read the article? And he says, what article? Just typical. J.D. Dr. Cox. Yeah, kind of just a little banter. Yeah. Then we got J.D. running, and he decides that the best protection he can find is near Carla. Because he knows that Turk won't beat him up in front of his wife, which is smart. I gotta give J.D. a little credit there. You gotta give him props. Yeah. So he goes in the cafeteria, and they sit down where Carla and Elliot are sitting, and they're all talking, and Carla, you know, just happens to say, you know, about Turks losing something. Yeah, very important part of himself. And JD, he didn't know. And I guess Carla thought that, you know, Turk had already told JD because she said, you know, he was only comfortable telling me and JD. And then, and then Turk goes, yeah, Carla, I didn't tell JD. And JD is over there with the funniest face I've, I think it was, I've ever seen JD make. His jaw is just like dropped his, Yes. It's hilarious. Because go back and watch that. Turk has lost a testicle. Yes, a very important part of his anatomy. Yes. And then JD, of course, you know, he's he's stunned. And you know, and then we see who's at the table, who's being ignored. It was Ted. He said, Do you guys even realize I'm here? And he's got a notepad. He says and he's lost a testicle. <laughs> and then he runs off. Then JD has the head tilt. And he dreams he said, you know, Turk, what did you do with it? Did you keep it? And then we dream, he has his daydream of they plant it. Yeah. And it produces a Turk plant. And then he's like, Turk's like, oh, this is awesome. And then he's go pick up Carlos to, dry cleaning. to the plant. And he said, go pick up. And he's so disappointed that it can't talk that he's like, oh, what are we going to do with that? It can't even talk. And it starts crying. And JD says, oh, friend. Friend, he goes, and then he attacks JD. Yeah, JD was like, Get the clippers, <laughs> get the clippers, get the clippers. So then he aborts the fantasy and he says, We gotta get rid of that, we thing. gotta find it, and we must destroy it. And then Turk goes, You realize the girls have left, and then he's like, Uh oh. So yeah. JD takes off again, and as he's running, he decides to have another epiphany. Yeah, he says. I bet Olympic runners would love to have their testicles removed. I wonder if Olympic runners would think thought of this. <laughs> yeah, the wind resistance. Any dreams, you know, of an Olympic runner sitting there? Take them both. And you can even, and then he runs into the table and he goes, 
Oh, never fantasize while running. You know that. But he still manages to get up, and he escapes into a locked room. I haven't figured I that guess out. a surgery room. Yeah. And then he's like, talking oh, I through. myself in. And Turk says, you know, you can't stay in there forever. So then we go to Dr. Cox and the janitor. And, you know, Dr. Cox calls him many couple names, you know. And the janitor says, I've been called Backstabber, Zebra Poacher, and Josh. All probably somewhat true. Which this leads me to believe. This is a long-standing, you know, that mystery of Scrubs right here that we, we think might have just been solved. Might. We're not sure about this, but... Let's just face it. The janitor's name has to be Josh. Because what else could be true about him being called Josh other than his name? And I've always wanted to know his name. His name is Josh. I, it's gotta, gotta be. be. It, Jared's just gonna say it is. <laughs> it is. It's gotta be. According to me. So, anyway, after that happens... So, you know, Perry apologizes and the janitor agrees to write a new article and give him a new interview. So Perry sits down to interview. And the janitor says... Oh, you don't even have to be here. It's all in my head. It's all right here. It's all here. up so here. He makes up a big, long article, which, you know. Right. Then we got Elliot and Carla in the men's room, and Carla's giving some advice, and Elliot says, you know, I'm going to put this on my voicemail for the next time I'm in a relationship. And Carla says, uh, you don't get any service in here. And Elliot, it just comes to her. It's like a light bulb, like, ding. You know. Even though that was a bell, but, you know. <laughs> That Dr. Kelso actually wants her help, so she's determined to help at this point. And then we go back to JD and Turk, and you know, they've come to an agreement, a peaceful agreement, and JD says, you know, which one did you lose, Lamont or Grady? <laughs> he says, Lamont. Hence the episode title. Yes. Lamont. Losing Lamont. <laughs> also, great throwback to Sanford and Son. That's right, Lamont. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Anyway. Sorry. They discuss this and they also discuss, you know, he tells Turk, what if you can't have any boy babies now? And Turk says... He's laughing and then he re realizes this might could happen. And he's like, is that possible? It's not really how it works, is it? And JD goes, I'm not sure. <laughs> so then Turk's like, you know, we got to fight again. You, you, you hand it to me in front of everybody. <laughs> And they come to an agreement. Rocky three freeze frame ending. So, next thing you know, we got this big picture of them punching each other in Turk's like, you know. Busting, yeah. Yeah. He's like busting him in the nose and JD's uppercutting Turk in the chin. He says, I cut my hand right here. As I sure knocking his teeth off. Yeah, and then he's like got the inner monologue going on, he's like as I showed off the cut I've gotten from a broken jam jar. <laughs> and then he's like showing his finger to everybody and stuff like that. And he realized... Uh, yeah. And <laughs> then we go to the very end where Dr. Cox is angry again. I don't know why. Well, the, <laughs> the article says uh, he's sitting down there reading the new janitorial from the... Inter the Ooh, the interview that janitor wrote. Oh, yeah. And uh, it says, Dr. Cox is angry, and he's reading it, and he goes, this is brilliant. And the janitor's walking by, and he's like, I thought you'd like it. Yes. Yeah. And then we go to Kelso, where Elliot and Carla come up and say, you know what? 
We know you want our help. We're going to help. And I told Carla like, your secret, and we're going to help you. And he says, what about you, Perry? And then he says, nope. First time I've heard it, and really I could care less. And then we end. Yeah. So, this week, Scrubs, my manhood, very funny to me. Yeah, it was all about the, uh, the, man. the manhood aspect, the male ego, the, you know, we're fragile. We are we fragile, fragile nurse our Nurse our egos. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a, you know, unusual episode as far as the, you know, patient and the, the thing that was wrong with Turk there, the, the unusual surgery he needed. The but, loss of Lamont. But necessary, yes, the loss of Lamont. We all mourn for Lamont now. Yes, we <laughs> do. Yeah, but. So yeah, that that episode was funny though. It had some uh, some moments there. Ted once again was hilarious, like he always does. He doesn't even have to try. No, he doesn't. It's just it's the way he is. And then the Todd was back, which was you know besides the banana hammock. And Doug was back. And Doug was in back that big too. Part. All the I like a lot of the lesser known characters. Yeah, the supporting cast is good on that show. Also, the janitor is you know great. Janitor. So, next week we'll be coming back with another episode of Scrubs. Thursday's going to be a busy night for us. Really? we got Smallville, Scrubs, Supernatural. And uh, it may be, we may be coming on a little late. We post them next week. I'll be out of town next weekend, so we'll just have to see how much work we can get done in a short period of time. But we'll try to get them to you as quickly as possible. And uh... Yeah. Well, thank y'all. Got any more? Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll leave you with a little treat. Here is from the great episode of Scrubs called My Musical. Everything Everything comes comes down down to poo. poo. Everything comes down to poo. From the top of your head to the sole of your shoe. We can figure out what's wrong with you by looking at your poo. Turk. Do you have a hemorrhoid or is it rectal cancer? When you flush your dookie down, you flush away the answer. It doesn't really matter if it's hard or if it's loose. We'll figure out what's ailing you as long as it's a deuce. Yes! Everything comes down to poo. Everything comes down to Cardiovascular and lymphatic, yes, the nervous system too. All across the nation, we trust in defecation. Everything comes down to